Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to The Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy, at Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there will be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. Do you like your stories told through pictures? Then you can also follow us at Real Nerds on Instagram. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Well, a real nerd knows who shot a real nerd can follow the plot and a real nerd Welcome to another exciting episode of Real Nerds Podcast. In fact, this is episode 594. Wow. We keep getting closer and closer to 600. What are we going to do for 600? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> There's not like a lot of 600 milestones that like just immediately pop to mind. No. Uh, I don't even have an idea. Like we've done a lot of stuff already, like live shows. We've done film explosions around different numbers, and yep, I got nothing. Like, what's yep. special about six hundred? I mean, it's 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 important. It's it's a lot of episodes, but yeah, yeah. If it's six six six, we could do something devil themed, I guess. But oh, we're totally doing it. <laughs> yeah, we'll do, we'll we'll do we'll do the Exorcist or something like that for <laughs> episode six hundred and sixty six. <laughs> The new one? I wonder if the new one falls on 666. I don't know. No, isn't that this year? Is it this year that one's coming out? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Anywho, every week we see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. This week we saw Haunted Mansion. Stay tuned where we will recommend the film or not, play the trailer, and then talk about the film, which will most likely include spoilers. Then we'll also talk about some movie news and stuff we've watched throughout the week. It's what we do. It's who we are. We are the real nerds. Every week. Yes. Brad. Did you like the Haunted Mansion? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, I... I... <laughs> I tried to give it a chance, but man, I, I tuned it out pretty fast. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I just wasn't into it, you know? Um, and also, can someone at Disney turn on a light? Like, I, I know it's supposed to be spooky and dark in there, but after this and Little Mermaid, I'm just like, God, it looks so flat. Like, Disney movies are looking so flat these days. Um, but yeah, story wise, there's like, it's really convoluted to me. Um, I feel like this could be, a, it could have been a lot simpler. Well, I think we're going to disagree on this one. How dare you? Thought, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're fighting. Oh, um, yeah, this is hap doesn't happen often, so it's on. Yeah, I, I actually thought this movie was pretty fun. You and, would. Yeah, you would. Son of a bitch. Because you like garbage. Um, yeah, I do like garbage. Eating it and everything. <laughs> Whatever that means. No, I thought it was a, a fun movie, and I thought the um it had more heart than i thought it was gonna have 
just a good it's, it's a good time at the theaters. Here's the trailer for Haunted Mansion. Wait! I should warn you, before you step inside the house, this could change the course of your entire life. I'm not afraid of a couple ghosts. <laughs> you say that now. This mansion is unhinged. <laughs> These ghosts definitely don't want to leave. Death lurks around every corner. God, give us a break. There's so many bad people in the world. Haunt them. Amen. I do like surprises. Is anybody else seeing this? I hope you do, too. We're in a fight, whether we like it or not. Or else we're stuck here for eternity. If this comes down to an exorcism, we're in big trouble. This house is dripping with souls, but there's always room for one more. He was tall. He had hair that was sticking out of a what it? top hat. Top, top hat. Yes. He had, yeah, nice. So a top hat. You would pull a rabbit out of it, probably. Uh, eyes. They were a bit uh, sunken. Deep sunken eyes. Like a raccoon. Beady they, eyes. They sat back. Hmm. And he was smiling like, hey, yeah, like that. This kind of thing. Exactly. Is this the man who mugged you? Wow. Oh. You just did that oh. just now? <laughs> Haunted Mansion stars Eddie Murphy. I'm sorry. Uh, Whoa, what the? F- <laughs> <laughs> what movie Haunted did you Mansion, watch? As uh, a film that obviously deals with a mansion that is haunted, there is some sinister secret that is happening at this mansion. And the film opens with. Rosario Dawson and her son going to the house she just bought in New Orleans. And when they get there, they find it's haunted and they run away. You know, like if you're smart, you would do. Um, But in sticking with the theme of the Disneyland slash Disney World ride, when you leave the Haunted Mansion, you have some hitchhikers that come with you. And uh, they they kind of have a clever way of why the ghosts haunt you after you leave the mansion. Um, we also introduced two um, names escapes me. The character's name. Hang on one moment. As I've only been doing this for twelve years, and you think I'd have the IMDb page ready to go. Wait, so I never um, gathered from the ride that part of the story is that when you leave the ride, the ghosts are still attached to you? So yeah. That's the, we, that's the thing I did not know about. So, yeah. So, when you 
uh, as you go through the Haunted Mansion ride, the last uh, illusion that you see is your doom buggy faces the mirrors and there is a ghost that's in between you and the person who's riding the ride with you. Hmm. I don't remember that. All I remember from yeah. the ride is the like pass through the dining hall with everyone like dancing. And yeah. then, of course the, uh, the room where like the, the room stretches and the paintings get lar- longer and the floor drops. Like those are the only two things I remember from that, from that ride. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, I'm more of a Disney guy than you. I, I go more than you do. So, um, wow. Brag. Yeah. You know, pretty much. No, I just, uh, so I, I pick up maybe that those subtle things of maybe a little more. Um, and yeah, so Ben, uh, like Keith Stanfeld plays, uh, Ben, whose wife has passed away and she was working on uh, a camera that can see ghosts possibly. And, uh, wait, we learned, I thought he was the one working on the camera and she was like into astrophysics. Uh, no, I think you have it reversed. Okay. Because she was the one who led the tours in new Orleans and he was the astrophysicist who looks for things in between. So they worked together to develop this camera. And when she died, he took over her um, walking tours of New Orleans. And um, yeah, so he's hired by Owen Wilson, who plays Father Kent. And they go to help Rosario Dawson's uh, Gabby and her son Travis exercise the ghosts. And of course, he doesn't believe it. Uh, he leaves, and a ghost follows him to his home, who is the fisherman ghost. They go back and they, they try to solve the problem and they enlist the help of Danny DeVito who is named Bruce, who is also a professor at Tulane University who deals with the haunted places around New Orleans. Um, Yeah, and you learn that the ghosts are actually being haunted themselves by the probably the most famous ghost from the ride, and that's the box hat ghost. Um, played by Jared Leto, who is kind of an evil man. And yeah. And then adventure ensues and they have to figure out how to rid the home of ghosts and the box hat ghost in particular. But yeah, like I said, the, the film I think has a lot more heart than I was expecting. Um, I think like Keith Stanfield is really, really good in it. Um, you know, and there's always some, uh, interesting twists throughout it. I mean, I knew right away that Owen Wilson wasn't a real father. I don't think that was that shocking. Um, Um, yeah, I, I did. I I missed that part. Did you stay awake at all in this movie? (laughs) Maybe, maybe I did fall asleep and didn't know it. 
um, and you know, the, um, I think the story of Ben is really, really good. Um, when he explains to everybody, you know, why he's sad and how his wife died and, um, and things like that. I, I think it's, he's, he's a really great actor and they play up that, you know, Rosario Dawson's character, Gabby tells Ben that his father left a year ago and we learned that he didn't leave, leave them. He actually died as well. And I missed um, that too. <laughs> Oh jeez! <laughs> well, Did you uh, see this this movie? This isn't fair. <laughs> I should probably watch it again. Um, yeah, I, I was sitting there going like, "Man, uh, Rosario's getting some sweet alimony checks to afford this mansion." <laughs> so, so maybe uh, it was hard for you to follow because you fell asleep for like three quarters of it. I guess so. I remember, yeah, like just being so long to get to like the mansion itself and uh they start like collecting all these other people like danny devito and um dan levy was in there at one point right (laughs) yeah so he and winona Ryder have a cameo yeah winona Ryder was in there yeah Uh, at the uh you learn that the box hat ghost was this horrible man who lived uh not in new orleans but about an hour outside of it and they go to his his mansion and do a tour and he's uh basically a notorious historical figure in the um in the city or the, i uh, guess the state of uh, louisiana and, and he's exploiting the other ghosts that live in the mansion so he can like absorb <laughs> like get powerful so he can do what escape yeah so he's not stuck in the mansion anymore and why um, is he stuck in the mansion because there's also like that side story mm-hmm. with like the two lovers. Um, I forget they're like, yeah, like the one guy who's like running around like, where's my wife? Uh, that's the guy who owned the mansion or- originally that are you talking about the ghost, right? Well, there's a lot of ghosts, but like, yeah, there's the, this one- the Mr. Garcia guy. Yeah, I think Mr. Garcia. So, yeah, he's running around. Yeah. He's, he's a ghost, but he's like running around like, I can't find my wife. Where is she? And she's dead. Or she yeah. died. But then, like, yeah, the Hatbox ghost, um, was he haunting it before he died? Or. Yeah. Uh, so he's the... trying to collect all these ghosts so he can get away and um, be free. So and he, so the Hatbox ghost, if he collects enough souls. Yeah, which and just like the ride, remember there's 999 um, ghosts that. that are in there. So those are people who just like showed up at the mansion and died in mysterious circumstances, like while they were at a party, or uh, they all lived there. So that yeah, they would go be at the mansion and they would die, and he they would be stuck there basically. 999 people is a lot. Like, and this is only what like a hundred hundred years worth of people. Something like that, yeah. And no one thinks this like that's almost a thousand people. <laughs> and like the city of New Orleans isn't like, oh, maybe we should uh bulldoze this place. No, nah, it's too it's too pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's decrepit falling apart mansion. Yeah, why did she pick that mansion for her and her son? Like My guess is because it was cheap. <laughs> I guess, yeah. 
But then, like, wouldn't the realtor be haunted too? No, no you, you, the realtor just posts on Zillow now and you're good. I mean, they'd have to go there at some point to like inspect and everything. Sure. Like, they're just like, oh, I have a listing. I've never set foot in it and I've never looked at it, but I have the listing. But I'm going to make tons of money, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do all my realtor business from my desktop. Hello, Rosario Dawson. I have a <laughs> way more house than you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. I wish the uh, reason for them being at the mansion was a little more solid to me. But like, maybe she had like a bigger family. I don't know. <laughs> it's just weird that she got this great deal, this enormous mansion for her and her son. Yeah. In, in this we day need, and age, are you kidding me? <laughs> we need we need stuff with better stories, you know, like Father's Day and <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I, I mean I had a lot of fun and I there's a really great part where Owen Wilson is distracting all the goats and um he's telling them they're not even scary. And he points that to this this mummy guy and says, Except for you, you're kind of scary, so if you could just look away from me. <laughs> yeah it's just good stuff like i had a lot of fun watching it and um he said it had more heart than i thought it was gonna have uh it's a it's a fun movie and i guess that's all brad has to say about haunted mansion yeah like i i i it needs, didn't, it needs I, to go fuck itself i like it's not a bad movie but i just had such a hard time following it. i felt like there's just way too much it's like too complicated for what it should be you know, like it, mm. it, it's like there's just way too much going on. Like you could add less characters. You could have had um, uh, like the whole connection between like the, the hat box ghost and like all the other. I don't know. It just seems like way overly complicated to me. Like for what is it just a haunting, you know? And also, mm. I don't know, you know, how collecting like, like it. I don't know. It doesn't have to make sense, but I, I just want it to make more sense. Uh, just being the arbitrary like yeah if he collects enough souls he can escape uh, to do what like what was it a couple weeks ago you were complaining about uh god what movie was it um if i had one complaint i thought tiffany haddish's character was kind of lame um yeah was she like she was the sister of rosario dawson no she was just a psychic that they met in new orleans no i thought she was related like i thought at one point uh, Rosario made some comment about her being like a cousin or a sister or something. No. Oh, uh, Transformers! You were like Unicron, just gonna eat eat planets and then do what? <laughs> 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 That's kind of how I felt about uh, Hatbox Ghost. It's like, okay, so you get out and like haunt more people, or do, like you get to be alive again. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know. I thought this movie made more sense than Transformers. You would. And it's better than Transformers for sure. So, yeah, uh, I clearly need to watch it again and give it a better chance, but uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to look at, you know. Oh, I don't think so. I thought it, I thought it looked well. I, I, I was very much in the motif of the ride, I thought. 
Maybe my theaters had a dim bulb or something. Yeah, uh, I saw that. I think Alamo West. Yeah, Alamo Westminster. Yeah, I've been going to Regal a, a lot lately, just because you know, if like if I go to Alamo, I feel like I have to buy food, and I've been trying mm-hmm. not to buy food. So maybe Regal's just yeah. like really cheaping out on the. Yeah, projection. yeah. I mean, I I get that too. Uh, when I went and saw how uh, you hurt my feelings, I didn't get anything, and I was uh, it was me and like two other people in the theater. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. You you, but, you blew it for that poor server that night. Oh well, I mean, it was at nine o'clock in the morning. I don't think she cared. <laughs> oh, morning. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I get what you mean about that. Like you feel obligated to. Um. But well, I mean, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to. But it's like that's where the 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 theater stays in business because of the food, not because of the ticket sales. So yeah. So you're gonna go to Regal, which is in more trouble than Alamo. You're like, fuck Regal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I at least buy like a a soda when I'm there. But yeah, and and I honestly, I've gone to Alamo and I've only gotten like a box of candy oh yeah i guess i could do that they really don't care because a box of candy i think's five dollars or five dollars yeah but like yeah if it's it's not that like minimum my tab's like 20 bucks you know unless it's a soda or something oh yeah i mean tomorrow i'm taking kellen to see oh wait this is last week next week i'm taking kellen to see uh (laughs) the meg too and I know he's going to want like one of their specialty drinks that are eight bucks. And yeah, that's all right. Hey, let's unpack some movie news. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Wait, there's movie news. Yeah. I got some, I got some bad news for you, dude. Oh, cool. I know how much you were looking forward to seeing Craven in October. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to wait till next August to see it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, if I, I didn't go want, on, Ryan. I didn't want to say anything, but that's uh, that's what's happening. Uh, very the ongoing writer and actor strike is obviously going to affect movies going forward. Um. And Sony is really the first studio that's kind of put stuff out there that it's not going to happen. Um, Gran Turismo, another film I know you've been looking forward to, is being pushed only two weeks. Um, oh, God, come on. What, what am I supposed to do for those two weeks? <laughs> Beyond the Spider-Verse has been taken off the schedule completely. Are, are you, um, you going to be okay? <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a feeling something like this was going to happen. Only because the, the people that were working on it, when you know, across uh, the Spider Verse came out, um, they said, "Oh, yeah, uh, they haven't even figured out the story yet." <laughs> so, oh, that's not good for a two-parter. <laughs> no, like I mean, my my guess is they have an idea of what are, where it's going to go, but it already took them so long to animate this one. Haley Steinfeld, who plays um, Gwen Stacy, said she hasn't recorded any dialogue for it, so it's not going to come out next year. <laughs> so, 
Um, unless maybe December. I don't know. Because um, if recent history has told us anything, it's not having a plan for your trilogy. Um, definitely works out, <laughs> Disney. Yeah. Um, Star, Star Wars. The Star Wars, I mean, Star Wars, Ghostbusters Afterlife got pushed three months. Um, some of these seem like more of the actor strike and writer strike. They're, I was reading they're hoping they'll figure it out by September. And, um, but it's not all bad news, Brad. Bad Boys for Life now is coming out in on June 14th. I thought they came out like two years ago. Uh, I thought it's like one of the highest grossing movies of the year. <laughs> it's bad boys. I thought this one would be bad boys for life because it's four. It was bad boys for life. than um, the last one. Pretty sure. Cause that's like, yeah, 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 they never, right. it's a third one, it, but they did four. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because this, I'm, I'm reading their release calendar now. It says untitled bad boys sequel. There you go. Um, and then July 12th, uh, Venom is coming out. Venom three. And another, more good news. Madam Web, the, uh, Spider-Man character that no one knows about is moving up to Valentine's Day instead of February 16th. So, um, yeah, a lot is moving. You know, there's some people that think Aquaman will be moved again. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that uh, it is not testing well, and they just keep tinkering with it, and they just can't get it to work. Uh, I wonder if it has something to do with that they changed how the DC movies are going to be released, <laughs> and now it doesn't fit into any <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, and, and I heard rumors that the Marvels might be too, but I don't think so. I think some. I think they've proved that Barbie hasn't had really any marketing besides kind of leading up to it because the strike happened, I think, a week before it came out, and it's still doing well. And I think something like, does the Marvels really need that much marketing from the actors for people to be aware of it? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, Marvel's yeah. kind of more. The brand is more important than uh, a lot of the people involved. So, yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, and I, I, I'm sure you agree, they could say a Batman movie is coming out. And do you really need like tons of publicity for it? I don't think so. No, you, you throw up that bat symbol and people are coming. So, exactly. Same, same with like Spider Man. I mean, it's cool that they do it, but yeah, honestly, you know. they could use a little less. Like, I, I feel like if they if they just made a like a Batman movie and just put that symbol back up again and didn't show you like who was in it, like people would be so curious and they would just show up to find out what the hell's going on. Uh, yeah, you know, and honestly, too, I think yeah, they have you have a point there because you know, Spider Man No Way Home. Is, I mean, it's a really great movie, but also it it succeeded because of all the secrets that were in it. And, you know, you had an idea of who was coming back with just, you know, the pumpkin bomb rolling on the street or something. And, you know, that's enough to get people excited. Um, so see, um, yeah, that's about it for movie news. 
Hey, I'm impressed you found anything. Yeah, well, you know, every once in a while. We watch stuff throughout the week in a segment I call, What Have We Been Watching? So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Brad, have you watched anything this week? Or are you just going to talk to us about your 48-hour film? Um, I haven't made that 40-hour film yet, so I won't be talking oh, about it. Oh, that's next week? Okay. <laughs> that is next week. Okay. So, anyway, mm. I've got all these VHSs from our booth, right? Yeah. I, I haven't uh, returned <laughs> to... I haven't given a goodwill. Like, so, I'm, I'm going to watch a bunch of them. Um, and uh, part of my uh, going through and finding stuff is like, I didn't, I didn't always just pick movies from 93. Um, every once in a while, when I found like a pristine copy of some other movie, I, I kept it. So one of those movies was the great outdoors, <laughs> nice, which is a, uh, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy movie from like 1988. Um, the, 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 the box was pristine. Um, I remember, I, I think I saw it once as a kid. Um, it's a John Hughes written movie. Um, I think it's directed too. No, I don't think it's a direction directed by him. He didn't direct that many movies. Yeah. Who directed this? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just written by. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. John Candy is a dad who's taking his family on a vacation to the great outdoors. Um, and then he's surprised by his buddy, played by Dan Aykroyd, who just shows up. And uh, interrupts their vacation and tags along. And he's like this uh, wealthy here to do guy. Um, and uh, yeah, as, as you know, John Kenny's trying to enjoy this thing with his family. He's sort of competing <laughs> with his buddy, uh, Dan Aykroyd. And eventually they come to blows and uh, all their dirty laundry gets aired. And uh, you find out that Dan Aykroyd's actually broke. And he's been trying to uh, swindle John Candy out of some money so he can like cover something <laughs> financially. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, and there's a bear. There's a bear that's uh, roaming around the background. And uh, yeah, uh, I always remember the bear getting its like fur yeah, blown shot off. off its yeah. Butt. yeah, yeah. It starts out like I guess when they were kids, um, they shot its its hair off its head, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like this urban legend, and um, yeah, the bear's real, and yeah, they shoot they shoot the ass off. Um, the weirdest thing though, like, you know, kind of like a couple minutes ago, I, I started to tune it down, just kind of like work on my laptop. So, uh, yeah, like I I couldn't tell you like there's a good joke from it, but uh, there was like in the opening, John Candy before he knows that Dan Aykroyd's like coming. Um, they get into their cabin, their kid. Let me, let me ask you something. If you and Laura and Kellen went on a vacation to like a cabin somewhere and, you know, like Kevin locked or Kellen locked himself in his room. And then like you and Laura started to fool around and, uh, you got her top off and then I show up. Like I just kick open the door with my, and I have like my video camera going and I'm just shooting it. Like, hey, buddy, I'm here to like spend the weekend with you guys. Surprise! How would you handle that? <laughs> uh, I'd kick you in your dick and throw you out. I don't know. That's what I thought. Um, <laughs> so Dan Aykroyd is just filming these two, <laughs> and they're just like, "Oh, hey, this is awkward, but good to see you." You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like for a good long time too. 
and like Ackroyd's character's wife is there and she's just letting it happen. Yeah, I don't that was like the yeah. weirdest thing. I don't remember that part from that movie at all. Yeah, I was just like, I know it's the 80s, but that's <laughs> <laughs> like a really awkward. Also, just trying to think of like, yeah, I'm just imagining John, he's like writing the scene, like, oh, this is hilarious. sure buddy uh so yeah that's uh that's what i watched so oh yeah i forgot about the raccoons that like are subtitled oh that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're like constantly stealing from them like overnight and yeah the the raccoons have like their own little conversations and subtitles that is pretty like I, i want i want more of the movie to be that yeah, I forgot that is pretty clever that part. Yeah. Um, every year, Barnes and Noble does fifty uh, percent off Criterion sale, and when they do that, I kind of peruse the Criterion section and I pick up stuff that normally I might not buy, but looks really interesting. And uh, one of the films I got is called it's actually two movies Uh, i only watched the first one but it's called lady snowblood and it's a film from japan from 1974 and just reading the back i just thought it sounded interesting and i didn't know that it was actually um part of the inspiration for tarantino's kill bill and after i watched it i'm like oh yeah i see it (laughs) um but the film is about this woman who is seeking revenge on um, these gangsters because she, uh, before she was born, her family was on this uh, vacation or something, and the gangsters came and killed her dad, and her mom was put in prison for some reason for it. I can't remember, but uh, anyways... She purposely let, uh, <laughs> so the bad guys were like raping her and she had a child out of that. And it was this lady snowblood. And so now she's going around just killing all these gangsters. Um, and so it's this revenge flick, but it's like really beautifully shot and, um, the action in it is really cool. Um, I mean, right away, the first uh, action scene is this lady snowblood walking through this village and the ground is completely covered in snow. And then there's, um, you know, those, I don't know the right word, but the Japanese have those like decorative walls they have around villages and stuff. Um Anyways, so they're dotted there and there's cherry blossom trees and, you know, the bad guys see this lady and they go, let's kill that bitch. And then she ends up chopping them up and the blood in it. It's not, you know, just, oh, you know, there's blood on the ground. It's like um, super over the top. So she would cut someone's arm off and the blood would literally like spray all over the screen. And all over the ground where there's snow. So it looked really nice and cool. Like the contrast of the colors. Um, and their heads are chopped off. And it's 
it's fountains of blood. It's not just a little blood. It's literal fountains of blood. Like um, Riccio level. Yeah. Violence. And it, and it's, and it's bright red and it's just cool. Like it's just a cool movie. Um, yeah, you should, people should check it out. And it's cool that it's on Criterion because it doesn't seem that that would be, uh, a Criterion film, but, uh, it is because, <laughs> I mean, they're well made and the action is so cool and how influential it is, not only on Kill Bill, but it also has, um, you know, you can see how it's influenced other action films. Uh, yeah, it sounds so a little it, bit like that, like vinegar syndrome when you, uh, God, what was that called? Uh, what was that called? Um, do I have it? Do I know what you're talking about? Yeah, you bought it. Like it was like a blind buy, like in, it has like porn inserts into it. Oh, uh, fuck. It's, um, that not vengeance. It's, um, thriller. Thriller. Yeah. Yeah. But without, oh, yeah, totally, totally. Without the, without yeah. the porno in it. Yeah. It's, it's better made than that film for sure. Um, and the performances are a lot better in it too. <laughs> so it definitely, uh, I mean, and it's one of those things I tell, you know, I would tell people if you're interested in, you know, Japanese action films, it's definitely a good buy because even if you get it at full price, which is $35, you get two movies in it. Um, and the, there's about 30 minutes of special features, um, besides the commentary, uh, so it's definitely worth the price and it's really fun to watch. So yeah, you should definitely check out Lady Snowblood. Cool. I mean, it's on Criterion, so they have good taste. Yeah. And, and yeah, and the transfers and freaking incredible. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um, next week, Brad, we are seeing a movie you've been waiting six years for a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Finally. <laughs> Has it been six years? I don't know. When's the last night? When, when, when did Out of the Shadows come out? 2016. So. So yeah. Seven, seven years. years. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm oh, waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for the Mirage comics adaptation of Ninja Turtles in live action again, but I'll, I'll take this for now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is our film of the week next week. which will be fun. Yep. Thanks for listening. We'll see you at the movie. Thanks for listening to Real Nerds Podcast, a Nebulous Visions production. Stream or download episodes, read articles at realnerdspodcast.com. Stream us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Follow us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Twitter and Instagram, at Real Nerds. Watch us on YouTube, Real Nerds Podcast. Email us at realnerds at gmail.com. Call us at 720-6Nerds5. 
thank you to Sparks Mandrill, Mike at Plan 9 Studios, and Bologna for all of our groovy theme songs. And that's how you fucking do it.